Howdy, everybody. I'd like to welcome you all to our new podcast series, The Just Go Show, uh, where you're going to enjoy casual radio style conversations where we learn about some of the most beautiful properties and destinations in the world and the people who represent their brand. This is an interview series that will focus on getting to know some of our preferred partners. And it's hosted by two of your classic vacation strategic account manager, myself, Coulter Fleming, and my colleague, Joseph Barney. We're both based in Southern California for classic vacations. Uh, You can check out some of our previous recordings on our classic vacations YouTube channel and now coming to you via the No Zone podcast. I'd like to welcome my friend, Joseph Barney. Joseph, who is this first interview with? Hey, Coulter, thank you. So this first one that we're choosing is from John Lee Torres, who is the Director of Sales and Marketing for the Sheraton Maui Resort. We had such a fun time interviewing her. This was actually from back in November. So she is a Maui native and has some great insight as to what to see and do on the island, some of the more off the beaten path destinations, and has some great travel information. We've done a little editing, of course, since there's been some changes in the protocol since November, so keep that in mind. Um, But it's a really fun interview, and you're going to see why we love Johnny so much. Y'all enjoy. Thanks. Aloha, everyone. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Or good afternoon. Thank you for having me. We got a little bit of a time difference between California and Hawaii, you know, and whenever you want to watch this video is cool by us. Yeah, and exactly. And I'm kind of cracking up because it's 1 p.m. here. So it really is afternoon. Um, I just, you know, sometimes you just lose track when you don't get out of your office much. COVID probs. COVID problems. (laughs) Nice, nice. Well, um, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, you know, tell us, tell us, uh, quickly about, you know, your, your property, your destination, get just, just, uh, tease us a little bit with what's going on in Maui. Uh, you know, we've had some great things happen at Sheraton Maui over the last couple of years. So it was, um, the temporary closure and suspension of operations was a little unfortunate. Um, however, I'd like to report that, you know, late 2018, we redid all of our guest rooms and the bathrooms. They look brand new and fantastic. And then, um, in 2019, we spent most of the year blowing out our lobby and we have this beautiful brand new observation deck that, um, it used to be like this big old pond that kind of was just, you know, the space was there and people would like throw coins in there. So it's like, is it a wishing pond? Is it, this is, it's gone because it just took up too much space. Right. Um, and now it's kept the change. Last- <laughs> <What's that? laughs> who, who got to keep the change? Great question. Oh, you know, okay. I, I should have <laughs> find it. We should throw like a, you know, like a Powhana happy hour or something because right. I mean, Somebody got it, so somebody <laughs> scored. But um, it's a beautiful observation deck, and it's really nice because Sheraton Maui, you know, we're blessed with all the acreage, the 23 acres. They, you know, they don't build the hotels like that anymore here in Hawaii because you just don't have the space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were the original hotel that was built back in the 60s, and then we closed for four years in the 90s, and our ownership group um, did a massive renovation, expanding it. We did the other renovations, obviously, in, um, in 2008, and then now in 2018-19, um, and then we debuted our beautiful lobby on, um, it was right before the holidays of 2019, and then we opened our brand new sandbar and debuted that on Valentine's Day 2020. So the timing, not so epic. However, we still have a brand new sandbar to open um, up and sh- showcase to everybody. So we've gone through, so, through some significant transformation, um, and we're just really happy to be able to finally share that with guests. And um, 
you know, things have been going pretty smoothly, all things considered, since we opened on November 1. You know, we've gone through significant training. Our associates have gone through significant training. I think anybody traveling to Hawaii right now has a, um, you know, they're very aware and they kind you know, you go through so many processes before you get here. So when they get here to the resort, they seem to be a little more gracious as far as, um, you know, the offerings that are on property, because as you would assume, you know, a lot of hotels don't have every, it's different right? You know, you don't have every single amenity that was available pre-COVID. So um, slowly we're adjusting um, and our guests are adjusting as well. And everything's so fluid. So I try to tell all of our travel partners and anybody who's planning a holiday, um, you know, the good thing is if you're looking for something in Kanapali, Whaler's Village, like Monkey Pod just opened a few days ago. We went there for opening night. Um, Hula Grill, you have Whaler's Village here. So tons of options. So if you feel like the few options aren't enough that are available at your resort, it's okay. Like there's still a lot open. Front Street is open. You can go down to, um, you know, some of your favorite restaurants down there like Fleetwoods and some of those other ones. Um, so I would just say, be understanding and be aware that they might not have all of their restaurants open due to cost, just because it's not the wisest decision at the moment. Um, but there always is gonna be some kind of wonderful choices and amenities for you. Yeah. 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 And that's a good, that's a good reminder too that, you know, in a lot of parts of Maui, you still have a lot of life and options beyond the resort oh God, too. Yeah. And people usually do like to do that at least I would imagine once or twice while they're there. So absolutely. You know, Mama's fish house is open. Mama's fish. Everybody wants to go to Mama's fish house. It's open. So, I mean, star noodle just opened a couple what was it? A couple weeks ago, which everybody's really excited about. So one of the key things about Maui and why you choose Hawaii as a destination is because you don't want that like all inclusive experience. And yeah, maybe some people want to stay at the resort, but you're still going to do the road to Hana. Well, you're going to go to stop and put your and stop at put your fish market and grab some fish tacos. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, you're going to go down to Lahaina, Nua, Nua, um, Lahaina and stop at Star Noodle and have some fun there as well. So um, that's a good thing about Hawaii. You, and you can still go out there. Oh my gosh, there hasn't been any traffic. It's so weird. <laughs> It is so weird. So it's like, again, like the silver, the silver lining, right? So this whole mess um, is, you know, you can, there are some that are still going to be able to have that opportunity to take advantage of things, which will be nice. Yeah, we're enjoying the, the less traffic here in Southern California too. Definitely. Yeah, no kidding, right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your career. How did, you know, I think a lot of people, when they see someone like you who has this amazing job and lives and works in Hawaii, they think, how did they get there? You know, so tell us a little bit about your career path. Did you, and how did you end up in Maui? Did you actually grow up in Hawaii or what led you there? Yeah. So actually I'm born and raised Maui girl. I grew up on the North shore um, in a little town called Haiku. It's right past Paia. Um, and it's on the road to Hana. So literally my parents still live right there on Hana highway. Um, wow. Yeah, they're actually, they have a house that's very well known on, on a highway because every Christmas holiday, they put up like a thousand Santa Clauses. And when people <laughs> find out that's my parents' house, they're like, oh my God, all the Santas. And it's a funny story. My, um, my parents are from Oahu. Um, they moved here when they were pregnant with me. And after my grandfather retired, um, he was bored and he just started cutting, making Santa Clauses. And so after he passed, my dad kind of kept it as a tradition to 
put all these um, Santas up and they're Santas from around the globe. So that's kind of where I grew up and what I did. I went to high school of country um, and believe it or not, I was into entertainment first before hotels. Oh. Um, I worked for a fantastic, um, very well-known luau in Lahaina for 12 years, Old Lahaina Luau. Um, I got picked up there when I was about 18 years old and we flew to Macy's Day Parade like three years in a row, dancing in the parade. And oh, cool. I was always in entertainment and dancing and singing, um, traveled internationally for singing and stuff like that. So entertainment was a thing. And then I had kids and then I couldn't really be out all the time and like entertaining. <laughs> so um, I'm like, oh, I have to like kind of like get a real job, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, um, you know, I was in, I started in real estate, believe it or not, and um, an escrow and in about, at, in 2004, I wanted to work for hotels. I was like, I want to go work for the hotels. It seems fun. I was, you know, young. Let's go do this. Let's do that. So I started at the Westin Maui as a front desk agent, believe it or not. And, um, you know, kudos to all the people who are listening that have working, you know, know somebody who works in front desk because it is, you know, I have the most respect for those individuals. Um, they're the front end that take all the hits and um, not always the glory. Um, so yeah, I started there and I ended up in um, group sales for a hot second at Weston Maui. And then I went back into real estate, but for the fractional ownership side with Starwood Vacation Ownership. So I was selling fractional ownership from 2004 till about 2010, traveled all, all around the world um, on some of their incentive trips. I was selling the Weston Kanapali Ocean Resort Villas, the Weston Princeville Ocean Resort Villas, and the Weston Laguna Mar in Cancun all from the Maui office. And um, in 2010, if you really want to know how I got into leisure, the truth is um, one of my best friends, who's Megan Lee or Megan Silva, some, I know travel advisors know her because she was like a legend in the industry. Um, we were hanging out at the beach one day and she was ready to go out and, you know, she's having her first kid and she's like, I got to find somebody who likes to talk. I like to talk um, and loves to present. And, you know, we're looking for a sales manager, a leisure sales manager at KOR. Kanapali Ocean Resort Villas, would you be interested? And I'm like, well, I like all the excitement about the real estate and the fractional ownership, but I said, you know, I think it's time to settle down. So, um, well, settle down. Yeah, that's so funny when I think about my last 10 years. But um, so long story short, they hired me. They gave me a chance. I had zero leisure experience and they wanted me to get the Kanapali Ocean Resort Villas on the map and just travel and present, 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 present. So that was in 2010, October 1st. That was my first, um, actually it just made 10 years that I was in leisure. Um, oh. October 1st, I started the villas. Um, January 1, I took on the Sheraton Maui and um, the Weston Maui Resort and Spa. And then as a leisure sales manager, but just kind of absorbed the other two. And then in 2014, believe it or not, I left to go to Marriott Hotels um, at Wailea Beach Resort, which is a Wailea Marriott and Waikoloa Beach Marriott on the big island. And I was there um, and working with a team. We started and finished the transformation at Wailea Beach Resort. And if you've seen it, I know you guys have. It is just phenomenal. Um, such a magnificent hotel. And somewhere in between there, um, we bought Starwood. So it's like I came full circle because I was a Starwood girl and um, long story short, in May of 2017, uh, my predecessor left and I um, replaced him as in the director of leisure sales position. Um, 
for the two Starwood hotels that I previously worked for. It was so bizarre and so weird how it all kind of ha happened, right? But with a merger, like some of these things shake out. Um, and I took Wailea with me. And then um, I had this fabulous opportunity to be the director of sales and marketing here at the Sheraton Maui Resort and Spa. And my official day was uh, February 22nd of this year. So boy, was I in for a treat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I try to uh, think of, you know, the last, I don't know how many ever months or since I started this new role and because there's so much negative to focus on right now in the world, just because it's just such a hot mess, right? I feel like everything's burning. We're screaming like, come to Hawaii, like, come, let's do business and come and see us and all this stuff. But, you know, the good thing about, um, I like pressure. I like excitement. I like, I, some say chaos, um, but I had the opportunity to learn a lot of things very quickly. So um, it's a blessing in disguise if I have to try to think of, um, you know, some of the positives of this year. But mm -hmm. I've been having a great time, a really good time. Well, a little bit better now that we brought a couple people on to help us. But um, there was just five of us working here at the hotel the entire time it was closed. Wow. Doing everything. Everything. Yeah. And as you know, um, you know, some people think, okay, you close the doors, you lock it up, it's done. It's not. No, you don't especially in sales, right? It's like, no, turn your phone on. They're going to call you at 6 a.m. and 3 a.m. and whenever they feel like calling you. But I love what I do. I mean, I've met so many amazing people um, in the industry, in sales, and it's it's been an awesome journey. And it's far from over. We're going to see this through for sure. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. That's that's pretty rad. Thanks for thanks for sharing that with no us. It's sort of the the ebbs and flows and working for one brand and then sort of taking us through a mega merger. I mean, my yeah. my goodness, and a lot of it you were at the right place at the right time and it developed that's, a reputation. Yeah, I was at the right place at the right time. I mean, I thought Marriott was buying or I thought a whole other company was buying Starwood and I remember waking up one morning and my buddy um Jim Palank, who he actually passed away this year, and he's speaking of legends in the industry. He called me and he's like, "Are you going to be all of our? Are you going to be the boss of all of us?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Go look at the news." And sure enough, it was like Marriott acquired Starwood. So, being at the right place um, at the right time definitely worked in my favor for sure. Very cool. Yeah. Um, well, it sounds like you've spent so much of your life, you know, in Hawaii and in Maui in particular. Um, I would imagine that, you know, you have some special places, you know, around the island. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if, if you could sort of help us build uh, for our listeners a fictitious day that, you know, may or may not include uh, the Sheraton Maui, but just mm -hmm. Maui in general. If you, if you had your perfect day in Maui, what's that look like for you? Okay. So I would say, I mean, realistically... I mean, first and foremost, I would, if you can come here and stay here with us on the west side, I love staying on this side of the island because number one, you get the best sunsets and I'll save that part for later. But I encourage anybody who hasn't been here before, or maybe you have a perfect day to me would be wake up, not early, which never happens, um, whether I try or not for some reason. Um, I would go have breakfast. I would go straight to gazebos. Have you guys been to gazebos? No. Okay. Well, macadamia nut pancake. Um. The most the line is always long. I that's one place I need to go to before everybody comes back because they have the best macadamia nut pancakes. It's right over in Napili, um, Napili with the most beautiful views, um, and they have the best omelets. Oh my god, like to die for. 
to die for. So I would start with breakfast there. I never go there anymore because it's just been so crazy. So I need to make that happen. Um, but to me, a perfect day would start there. I would almost, um, take a little drive up north. There's a couple of little beaches that are so epic and so underrated. I'm not even sure if they're in the guidebook, but I know that visitors do visit them. To me, a perfect day would be to just relax on a remote beach all day long. But get back to your hotel before sunset. I would say either get showered and get down and like grab a cocktail before sunset or something like that. But you got to be back at your hotel before sunset to watch the sunset here at Sheraton Maui. And I'm not just including it because it's my hotel, but we offer the best backdrop for sunsets with Black Rock. I mean, it's, and we've had the most amazing ones. I mean, in the last week or so, they've been like purple and pink and just absolutely crazy. So yeah, I would say have breakfast with no time. Like I don't got to be at the beach at this time. I don't got to be back at this time except for sunset and drinks. Um, but lounge and there's this, my favorite little beach, um, park up there they have is Ironwoods. Um, they also have one, it's a crazy name, but it's called Slaughterhouse. There's not a slaughterhouse there, but I guess way back in the day, there was one above it. And it's the most beautiful beaches in the world. And nobody really knows about them. So those two beaches, I'd hang out for the day, come back, get a change, um, enjoy, enjoy some cocktails and watch the sunset. The sunset in West Maui, um, I moved away from here to the other side to be closer to my children's school um, for about four years. And that is the one thing that stood out to me in my day more than anything that I missed is the sunsets. And what was worse is you can see the pretty colors that come over the mountain and they kind of tease you. So I would say watch the sunset from West Maui, not South Maui, West Maui, where it's really pretty. And you have it, it usually sets right between Molokai and Lanai and um, it's pretty epic. It's amazing. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think, where would I go for dinner? Lahaina Grill. I know it doesn't have a view, but it's like, I and I try to change it up, but it's like dinner at Lahaina Grill to end the night would just be amazing. It sounds like a very relaxing day. I'm, I'm for it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe I'd be more for like, go, go, go. And like, let's go to Hana. But it's like, we've just been working too hard. I'm like, you know, and I love Hana. It's beautiful, but a nice relaxing day, I think is just what the doctor is ordering for all of us <laughs> in the near future is no major agenda and just taking your surroundings that are just that we're surrounded by we're we're it's beautiful here yeah that sounds like a perfect day to me it is <laughs> let's do it yeah and i'm going to come to you with any maui questions now for the rest of my life since i think you probably know the island better than anyone i've met yeah <laughs> let me know shoot me a text send me a message i i know it pretty darn well the good i mean all i know some secrets too that i won't reveal here <laughs> Good. We don't want everyone knowing your secrets. Yeah, we don't want everybody knowing. So, Johnny, what is on your future travel wish list? What are you kind of dreaming about when you can get back on an airplane again? We were just talking about this before we recorded. Yeah. Um, okay. What is kind of on your future travel wish list right now? So, um, I'm dying, and I was supposed to go this year, and so it's just driving me insane to go to Italy. Mm. Um, particularly the Amalfi Coast. Um, you know, it was a big plan. I The first time I went to Europe, it wasn't until 2018. Um, you know, I had, my kids were young and I didn't want to take them, but I didn't want to leave them behind. And then when I, my daughter was small, I, par I promised her 
I would, I promised her when she was like seven, when she saw Ratatouille, it was so funny. Um, <laughs> and I take her to Paris. She's like, will you take me? I'm like, when you graduate, we'll go. And then I kind of figured like, okay, cool. You forgot about it. Like, we're not going to go. Nope. And then like senior year, she's like, mom, are we going to Paris? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you promised me. I'm like, dude, you're 18. I promised that when you're seven, it doesn't count. And then I was like, <laughs> okay. I'm a complete spoiler enabler. So we went and I just like, I knew I'd fall in love with Europe immediately. Um, we only went to France, um, you know, Paris, Normandy, and we went to Amsterdam and I just, and I've always, um, we had to do that because that was what I committed to in blood back in the day. Um, but Italy's always been like top, top, top on my list. And I finally, you know, cut out the time. I was going to do the three weeks and this is what was going to happen. Um, and it, and yeah, we all know what happened this year. So I think what's been driving me even more crazy, and I just deleted my Instagram app for like the 888th time this year, um, this year just today, um, because I keep seeing all these like things, the more you like, right, the more it pops up and it's like the beautiful Malfi Coast and it's, it's just killing me. And it's like the water <laughs> and like the sun's down and like all the lights and the houses on the bluffs. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is like torture. Like. <laughs> I'm going to get on the plane from Hawaii and go so far away and I'm going to pay for the upgrade and I'm going to do it all. And I'm going to just like eat every single carbohydrate I can, period. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. So I'm like jonesing. I'm, it's there. It's Italy for sure. Well, hopefully you guys can do that next year. I mean, oh my uh, gosh. you're yeah. going to love Italy. Italy is spectacular. You're going to. Oh, I can't wait. We better do it next year. It's, I have a big birthday coming up, so I really want to. I, well, even if I didn't have one up, I want to go. It's go. It's going down. So, I, I don't care if I got to wear a mask all over town. Let's do it. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. For sure. Good. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch you and make sure that you're there next year. I better see it. <laughs> if the if the borders are open, I will She's be going. the first one there. Out of here. I'm telling you, my GM already knows. I'm like, don't be surprised when I'm just like, bye. I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we'll see what happens, but I definitely, yeah, it's going to happen. Awesome. Mm -hmm. um, well, Johnny, thank you for, uh, you know, answering our, our fun little Q&A here. Do you have yeah. any um, sort of parting message or anything else that you want to tell us about, you know, the Sheraton Maui or Maui in general? Well, I think Maui in general and Sheraton Maui, you know, we're, you know, <laughs> we had a lot of time to think. Well, we're alone out here for seven months. Um, but I mean, all, in all seriousness, um, you know, we, you know, we're so ready for everybody to come and visit us. I know, obviously, it's not going to be back to normal for quite some time. Um, you know, we have a little time to gear up. It's, it's going to take a bit. Uh, things are looking promising. Um, you know, just like we share with our associates, you know, and to all you travel professionals out there, you know, anybody that you send us, I mean, we're cherishing, like, we cherish, we already did, but it's like, having that taken away for so long, um, not just from here in our industry, but also from us who are desperate to get out into the world and be visitors ourselves in other countries, other states, and so on and so forth. I mean, we're just, I just love seeing people like, having fun being on vacation with their family which i've been able to see over the last three weeks and we just can't wait to welcome all of your guests i mean we're here with open arms even though we can't touch you <laughs> or any of that which is so crazy for us in hawaii right everybody is kiss kiss it's like you live in europe in france or something right um but we are waiting here with open arms and hawaii um 
you know, we're really excited to, to start getting back to normal. And then, I mean, really, you know, what I, what I share with everybody is I know how hard it is. Um, but like I said earlier, we're going to see it through. We're going to get through it. We've been through a lot um, before. I know this is, you know, just happened so rapidly. And it's just some, some days I talk to travel advisors all the time that are just like, oh my God, like I just like cancellation after cancellation and I don't know what to do. And it's like, we're almost there. Like I, I, I have a feeling like if this was me, I'd be like, okay, doom and gloom. But it's like, I really do feel like we're almost there. And sometimes you just need people to kind of, you know, chop it up with or have a conversation with and, you know, reach out to us, your sales, cause you know, you're, we're out here, you know, we'd love to hear from you. Um, we'd like to talk you through things. I have travel agents on a regular basis who have my personal phone number that'll text me memes. And, and sometimes you just need a good laugh. Like we were talking about earlier before we jo um, joined this call. So just keep your heads up. Um, we're all in the same boat together. And I think if we can all just stay positive, we'll all pull through together for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, well, thank you for the, uh, the positive and uplifting message, um, you know, for, for our listeners and thank you again for your time today. You know, it's a, it's a pleasure to work with you. Um, and this was fun getting to know a little bit more about you. Yeah, absolutely. And again, thank you so much for your time. And, um, we'll t I'll tell you all the rest of my secrets over cocktails in Maui yes. though. No virtual in Maui. Deal. I want to see one of those sunsets. Yeah. There you go. Absolutely. I'll, if you come during the winter, I'll make sure the whales are here. They should be here soon. Yeah. The humpbacks. Yeah. And, and the, um, the pancakes too. Oh my God. Yes. We're going to eat so much pancakes. Get over here. Let's just, we're just going to shovel it down. I tell you. Perfect. Felt great. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, right. Johnny. Y'all have a Aloha. great day. Aloha. Bye. Bye-bye. Isn't Johnny just delightful? Uh, we hope you enjoyed this interview as much as we did. Sadly, Coulter and I have not yet made it over to Maui to take her up on her offer of macadamia nut pancakes, but we hope to in the very near future. I mean, I've been to Maui twice in my life, very different experiences, but I have never uh, had a perfect day like she described. I mean, those pancakes, are you kidding me? I mean, uh, I wanna do the hikes and I wanna go see the sunset. I mean, everything she described. I've, I've actually walked through, you know, the Sheraton Maui in the past, but I, I can't imagine, you know, being able to, to see it through her eyes. So we're gonna have to do that someday. Um, I just want to thank everybody for listening to the first episode of the Just Go Show located in the No Zone podcast area, um, you know, available via places like Spotify. Um, if you are interested in contributing or having maybe a story read on a future interview, please reach out to Joseph or I, um, you know, and again, uh, check out some of our previous recordings uh, living on the Classic Vacations YouTube channel. And we look forward to bringing you more episodes in the future. Um, and thank you for your interest in classic vacations. Thank you for checking out the No Zone and all the education as part of Classic Vacations. And thanks for listening to the Just Go Show on the No Zone podcast series. Y'all take care and be safe. Bye, everyone.